0: What components, though, should we make sure are in our seven second
1: videos? I mean, it's crazy. Seven seconds feels so short that really you need to get right to the meat of it. For example, like let's talk about PodFest for a second. If I had to do a seven second video, I would strictly only say, come build your community, be amongst the greatest creators, PodFest, yeah. right? So you have to get right to the point. What's the ROI for me? If yeah. I sign right now, I can be with a lot of creators and be at the best conference ever, I got seven seconds. That what he couldn't say was you can come over here and learn about microphones you can do Vidfest. you can do none of that's in that seven seconds so that's why i think you know if you were new today you'd have to do a variety of different short
0: clips yeah so you can share all the things that you do it sounds to me like the big thing the big thing that's really important is telling the viewer what's in it for them as they win What is up, Action Takers? Welcome back to the After Hours Entrepreneur. I'm really excited to share this interview here with you, today. that was completed at PodFest. Super fun, point-and-shoot style. I just posted up at the bottom of a very busy place in the conference hall, and I just started interviewing some awesome people, and I think you're going to be thrilled to hear how these people are turning their passion into profit. Stay tuned, sit back, relax. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't yet. And let's get into this episode of the After Hours Entrepreneur. Run the tape. Neil, what's up? What's
1: going on with you, my man? <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm just loving PodFest. And yeah. it's come to my understanding that you're one of the OGs. Yeah,
1: one of the eight. I call us the first eight people that followed Chris into a meeting room. And he's like, I want to create a conference for beginner and intermediate podcasters. Back then, anyway. Now it's for everyone. So when was that? When did PodFest start? Wow, I can't remember the exact year. I want to tell you it was 2016. You know, there was the Florida Podcast Association. And from there, it was sort of birthed. Because we did the film, The Messengers, uh, in 2017. And that was following some of the speakers and getting their story worldwide. We went to John Lee Dumas in Puerto Rico. We went to Guatemala to get people that were podcasting in the middle, like in poverty-stricken areas. We just wanted to tell the story. That's back then when no one knew what it was. So the, we were trying to answer, what is a podcast? So that's what the movie was about. And then from there, that kind of catapulted. Everybody knew the film. And so then podcast kept growing. Super so, cool. Been here ever since.
0: Super yeah. cool. So Neil, let's, I want to hear more about your business itself. Sure. What do you do? What's your business? Okay, so I own a wild style media. So we are a high-end video production
1: firm in Tampa. We just, we've been there for a while. I was originally from here in Orlando. I was the producer for the mayor here for 13 years. Oh, wow. Moved to Tampa. We just opened up an awesome studio. We converted a house to be a full podcast studio. We have edit bays. We've got 900 square foot shooting studio where they can do like build outs for tv shows and stuff and so we help brands grow whether it's getting into podcasting in english and spanish so they can go international okay i had a microcon here at the last podfest for bilingual voiceovers so they can meet podcasters podcasters could become voiceover artists so we do a little we're all in the media space and so we everything from helping beginners to working on films and television shows Super cool, very su- cool, su- super cool. Thirty years and strong, very relevant.
0: So let's go back in time a little bit. Let's go sure. back in time. You know, how did you know that video and media production was for you, Neil? Oh, Were wow. you working like a corporate job, or did yeah. you just you picked up a, a camera and you just started no, going? That's with an it?
1: easy one. I lived in Southern California. We came from Venezuela. My dad had six kids. We knew he took me to see Night Rider. Just how old I am? I just turned forty-nine. He took me to see the recording of Night Rider at Universal Los Angeles, and I fell in love with the cameras and the whole thing. So as I grew up here in Orlando, Universal opened and I won the first Young Filmmaker Award, the year that Universal opened here, which is like 91. Wow. So after that, I took the money I won, I opened up an office, bought equipment, and I've been doing it since I was 17.
0: That's How were you landing clients like, back then? Just... My
1: first client was Disney Event Group, so I just edited their weddings. That's, it, it was just hustle. I went to one of the meetings and just like, I want to be an editor so bad. We ended up doing their weddings and stuff. And then I just started slowly getting my name out. I did homicide video for the Orlando police, worked with the mayor. So the whole time having my side business. And then I caught on to, when I left Orlando, I, I went to Tampa, met Chris. It was his birthday or something. I didn't know who he was. And he was selling us on podcasting. You don't know anyone knew what it was. And I was just like, I'm new here. I know nobody. Maybe I should work with this guy. Mm-hmm. And we ended up just slowly like teaming up on we learned about it. His wife does it, Katie Kermitzos And then we started teaching people at the local level. And here we go. You know, Podfest was born and the rest is history.
0: Yeah, it just keeps it yeah. kept, keeps growing. It keeps growing. Yeah. So super interesting story, by the yeah. way. And I love <laughs> I love that hustle mentality, dizzy holy Self-taught. holy moly. If you were if you were starting your business today, ground one, scratch one, like and you said, I need to get a client today, what would you do?
1: Well, I'm a big believer in old school. So get relationships like I'm doing with you right now, right? Talk to people, let them know what you do, but on a one-on-one level, this whole thing about only being on social. Yes, it works to like mass, get yourself out quickly. But I, I found that the real clients, the, the reliable clients, they come from relationships with other people. They refer you. Mm. So like, you know, there's so many people that I, when I walk around here that are now my clients, but they were referred to me early on. By Chris or anyone that was in our inner circle early on, so yes, I still market. Yes, you should be on social media, but I think build relationships with good people; they'll refer good people to you. Yeah,
0: that's kind of where. Well, and that's one of the one of the problems I think with social media is it's hard to develop relationships.
1: Not real ones. Yeah, you're,
0: you're scrolling through the feed, and if it's yeah. more than ten seconds, you're like, eh, skip it. Yeah, you know. So I think about videography and the way mm-hmm. that this industry is evolving right now. If like again if it's over a 15 second vertical. Right, it's like too long. (laughs) Yeah, what's the point? So how do you see video and videography working today? Yeah, it's changed so much. I remember
1: when every video was two and three minutes and I remember the day that our company had to start learning how to edit less than 30 seconds. Now we're down to six second videos. But you know what I hope to see is I like to see video go back to being a little bit longer form. Longer form now meaning 30 seconds, you know, because I think sometimes now it's too quick. And we've trained ourselves to have too short of an attention span to where now you're not able to sell what the things you do best. You have to do the one thing in six seconds. So you're not sharing all the other amazing things you could offer them. So I think the only problem with going so short is now I have to pick the one thing I think might get your attention, but that might not be the one thing I specialize in.
0: Interesting. Yeah.
1: It might be just what I know will get your attention.
0: Good point. So let's talk about what gets your attention. Like You talk about a a seven second video clip, I say, oh, heck, I can record seven seconds, that's easy. Yeah. What components though, should we make sure in our seven second videos? I mean, it's crazy, seven seconds feels so short, but really you
1: need to get right to the meat of it. For example, like, let's talk about PodFest for a second. If I had to do a seven second video, I would strictly only say, come build your community, be amongst the greatest creators, PodFest, right? So you have to get right to the point, what's the ROI for me? If yeah. I sign right now, I could be with a lot of creators and be at the best conference ever. I got seven seconds. But what he couldn't say was, you can come over here and learn about microphones. You could do VidFest. You could do none of that's in that seven seconds. Yeah. So that's why I think, you know, if you were new today, you'd have to do a variety of different short clips. Yeah. So you could
0: share all the things that you do. And it sounds to me like the big thing, the big thing that's really important is telling the How viewer what's in it for them as is- they win. So let's talk a little bit about PodFest here because you're doing, your company's doing all the production for PodFest. What goes into that?
1: A lot, man. One thing about PodFest is it's so dynamic, right? So you have to get not only the engagement, everybody meeting each other, but it's a very family-based conference, unlike a lot of the corporate ones. So, like, it's different to shoot a corporate sort of business-style conference. But here, it's more. Everyone's hugging each other. It's a lot of laughter. It's the guy showing the equipment, like they're just letting you touch it. So it's a lot more organic. Yeah. So we shoot more organic and we go a lot more handheld and a lot more social style instead of the corporate, yeah, you know, professional gliding camera. It's much more in your face, more vlog style. So we really enjoy it because it kind of gets us out of the box of being so so pro per se,
0: and just be more personal with them. More. The I like safe. that more, A little more raw. Really. Yeah,
1: relaxed. What (laughs) I'm
0: kind of predicting for the future. I'm really fascinated with the metaverse Mm -hmm. and what's happening there. What do you think? Overrated, underrated? What are your thoughts about the metaverse? Wow, that's a
1: great way to pose that question. (laughs) (laughs) You actually answered the question. I believe it's a tiny bit overrated, but I'm one of those people that uh, we were early adopters to podcasting. We've been early adopters to all the new video styles. So just like Bitcoin, I always say, educate yourself on whatever's new and hot, whether you like it or not, because you need to be able to, like we just talked about set a relationship with somebody because maybe that's the topic they choose to approach you with mm. and if you know nothing about it right because you think it's just a trend he's not going to connect or she with you anymore right so i think it's a little overrated but i think it's exciting and i know that that's going to be like what podcasting was no one knew what it was now i came down the escalator and you're in the prime corner of podcasting that was not there when we first started podcast right everybody was too shy Sure. Here you are, like dominating the best corner ever. <laughs> yeah. <right? laughs> With the best people ever, too. But yeah. It's scary, man. Look, it's changing so much, but I say get excited, jump in, know a little bit about it. But most importantly, you got to tell people how do they win following you to the metaverse, not go to the metaverse. Yeah. You got to be a guide. So I always say, you know, shallow water, get them to meet you in shallow water, and then you take them to the deep water. You know, what I mean? yeah, so at yeah. least know about it, educate about it, find out how would my podcast work? Can it translate to the metaverse somehow? Or me as a coach, can I, how else can I grow if I'm a YouTuber? You've got to get a piece of the land, but you don't need to dominate it. And the mistake people like to get in and they want to dominate the land. I just, just get in there first. Yeah. Play a little bit. And then once the relationships build, it'll be just like podcasts. It'll grow over time and the metaverse will be uh, comfortable for you. To yeah. Hang out. Yeah. But it's a lot right now. It's overwhelming.
0: It, it, it is. It's a lot. It is. There's in to be to be frank, there's no doubt in my mind that in ten years we're all gonna be in the metaverse. Yeah, like, like we'll be talking like this in the metaverse. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Have you tried on the Oculus goggles? Have I you did
1: tra- try them on at NAB. Exciting stuff. But again, I felt how what you're saying, I felt very nervous. Like my question when I took them off was what is my role as a video or a content creator in there? I yeah. kind of felt left out. Yeah. It was already too developed. And I get that they had to the stage it, but I I already felt behind it. It was early back then, what like 2019. When they yeah. were like so I'm trying to get our feet wet as a production company, but I'm also trying to be careful not to get too deep into where now I'm not focused on what's working. Yeah. I'm trying to help people navigate their way to these things, just like yeah.
0: podcasters get in, get in easy. Right. Yeah. Well, and, it, you know, because you don't necessarily know which door nope. is going to open and, and yeah. it's going to have the right thing behind it stretching your resources as
1: well. Like, you know, you might be great on YouTube, you might be great on as a podcaster, right? I call them podtubers. <laughs> but then now the metaverse comes in, if you're too focused on just, I gotta get established there, what are you ignoring now that you developed? Yeah. So I'm a big believer in like strengthen, strengthen, and then take that to the new thing. But now you're in a new world, you're the new. Yeah. No matter how big and famous you are on another platform, right, so I don't know. I guess I gotta tell people it's like, like anything, tread softly, you know get in there but I, I i fear people just want to get in and dominate the space just so that they could sell it to everybody else you yeah know, like like a ponzi buy my yeah. course on the metaverse and you yeah. just got here <laughs> right <laughs>
0: but it's gonna happen unfortunately.
1: yeah that's how it was in podcasting right early adopters immediately started training and coaching everybody yeah so it's, it's going to be interesting it's exciting to see i mean look how much podcasting has changed it, in the few four, short years
0: oh it's wild like how easy it is to record a podcast yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot that goes into making it so it's successful yeah. and it, and it achieve your goals and whatnot. But yeah, the metaverse is is very, very exciting to yeah. me. Neil, do me a favor. Could you tell everyone your name, sure. the name of your company yeah, and why they should be at PodFest? Yeah. So
1: I'm Neil Galarte. I'm the founder of Wild Style Media and you should be at PodFest at whatever level you are simply to build relationships. This is probably the one conference that I think you should go to for the people more than the education. Yeah. yeah, I really believe that. But we have amazing education. But I think that this is a place where you can literally meet very big YouTubers and big podcasters, but they'll sit right next to you at a talk. Yeah. They're not separate behind a curtain or behind a They'll sit right next to you. And that allows you to then share your thing and get their perspective. And then you feel important and then you can move on and grow. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I think podcasts is
0: amazing. Connections. Amazing. More and than anything. Watch a really interesting NFT yeah. presentation yesterday. Neil rapid fire you ready oh god yeah (laughs) Neil, what's your favorite animal tiger if you could sit next to anyone on a plane who would you sit next to you no i'm just kidding Uh,
1: steven spielberg probably (laughs)
0: okay i like i like that i like that what's the scariest movie you've ever seen it the original scared the hell out of me for years yeah, no, bro. I would
1: it. not go by on the middle of the street. I would never go anywhere. There was like an empty hole where I couldn't see a red balloon. <laughs> the remake was actually sure. really good. I yeah, I saw yeah. It. Yeah. But the first one was pretty impactful. It scared me for a couple
0: of years. Yeah, dig it, dig it. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live?
1: God, great question. Maybe Spain. I've always liked Spain, just never gone.
0: Okay. I always like the idea of Spain, right? Yeah, yeah it's nice, yeah. I haven't been either, but it's on the, it's on the list. Yeah, we can edit this part out. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm kidding, really. I know I, I'm trying to keep the silence rock team. Thank you, brother. Thanks for helping me out here. Um, if you had 10 seconds with yourself 10 years ago, what do you say? Oh, Jesus. That's
1: a loaded one. 10 seconds with myself. What would I say? Be more intentional, do things with purpose and don't overthink anything. That's what I would tell myself. I love that. Neil, thank you for sharing your (laughs) wisdom. Thank you for having me, brother. It's It's been a pleasure, thank you for having me on the
0: show. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the After Hours Entrepreneur. So many great people out there taking action and I love sharing their stories with people just like you. And listen, if you're into podcasting, if you're trying to grow your podcast into something that can actually generate real revenue and real profit, Let me help you. Let me help you. That's what I'm here to do. I've been working on this for over five years now, and I want to help you turn your podcast into profit. Click the link below and join the podcast mastermind community. It is very affordable, and it's designed to help you turn your podcast into money, into cash money. That's what we're going to help you do. So listen, click the link below. Let's connect. Thanks for listening to After Hours Entrepreneur today. And I'll catch you here next time. Go take action, all right? Peace.